Welcome to Gospel Tangents, the best source for Mormon history, science, and theology. I'm Rick Bennett. As we mentioned before, the Danites were originally aimed at Mormon dissenters. When did they turn their sights on Missouri mobs? We'll find out more about that with historian Stephen Lesware. He's the author of the 1838 Mormon War in Missouri, and we'll find out more about the Danites. Check out our conversation. Well, cool. Um, I wanted to ask one more question with regards to the Danites. Could we view them as kind of a precursor to like the Nauvoo Legion? I, I mean, I know the Nauvoo Legion was kind of a legal force and the Danites were never formally recognized, but is, are they kind of a precursor? Can we think of them like that? That's a good question. I don't, I'm sorry, I can't answer that question. You know, I, I don't know that, that, uh, because they're not, they're not a, uh, you know, they're not a legal group. You know, maybe they're, they're more like the Council of 50, uh, secret organization, uh, as secret in the sense of, of they meet secretly, not secret in the sense people don't know who they are. Um, you know, and back to something we were talking about, and, I, and I'm sorry, I'm, uh, I won't answer your question because I, I don't, you know, don't know about how to look at them as a precursor is um, the question of, well, so when did the Missourians start worrying about the Danites? Or right. And on the one hand, although we can't pinpoint, you know, for sure, well, this is the point, we that by September, in, in August, uh, at the Gallatin um, election battle, as we call it, that's where, where the Danites in, in Davies County come together to fight the Missourians. You know, the, the, that, uh, that there was a, a man by the name of William Penniston who was uh, running for office. He was a Whig uh, running for, uh, as a state representative. He wanted the Mormons vote. He, he campaigned heavily among the Mormons to get their vote. I think, and I think the Mormons maybe had about a third of the votes in, um, in Davies County. So it was important to get them. But the Mormons were, were by and large Democrats. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so, um, you know, they weren't going to support him. And so once he, he figured that out, that he wasn't going to get it, um, he and some of his supporters went to Gallatin and tried to stop the Mormons from voting there. Because they were supposed to stay in Caldwell County. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, um, he and I'm sure he would have been fine with the Mormons staying in Davies had they voted for him. I mean, that's my opinion that that right. the, the sticking point at the, for him right then was he wasn't getting their votes. <laughs> so, so I don't want oh, you voting for my opponent. Yeah. And and so. Um, uh, so in any case. At, uh, before the vote uh, started and and uh, and it appears that they had a, a voting booth, uh, a building they went into. They uh, they probably went in and by voice vote just you know said who they were you know who they were going to vote for. So before uh, the the poll opened, he uh, liberally uh, uh, you know passed out the drinks to his supporters and then um, started bullying one of the Mormons and uh, uh, or one of his supporters did. And when a couple of Mormons tried to step in, then you know more Missourians started clubbing them, and then, uh, then uh, John Butler seeing this gave the Danites signal of distress and recognition and said, come on, Danites, you know, we've got, I've got a job for you. And John D. Lee, who was there in the Danite said he, he never, he didn't know who John Butler was, but he recognized the Danite signal of, of, you know, of 
distress there. Right. And all of a sudden, you know, that all these Mormons converged and uh, although they were outnumbered, uh, were able to, to essentially hold their own and, and drive the others, uh, uh, drive the non-Mormon brawlers from the field. Okay. So in any case, the Missourians there, you know, perhaps heard him yell, you know, the Danites. Then in September, uh, there were some um, affidavits signed by uh, some Mormon uh, uh, dissenters who left and, and, and signed affidavits to the effect of, you know, something strange is going on. And, and you know, there's, there's uh, you know, this, this conspiracy among the Mormons. And then in September, uh, mid-September, some Missourians uh, started harassing um, uh, George A. Smith and saying, all right, tell us the secret Danite signs. You know, they were making fun of them. You know, tell us, you know, what are these secret things? And, and, uh, and uh, Smith said he had some fun with this guy. He says, all right, get down on your knees and, you know, put this stick on your nose and walk around or you know, something like that. And the guy started, was doing it until all his other friends started laughing at him and saying, you know, he just made a fool of you. But in any case, the Missourians knew enough about the Danites that they were asking the Mormons, you know, about them in, in mid-September. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess it was pretty easy to turn the Danites any way Joseph wanted to. Um, whereas before they were a Mormon force, now they were going after Missourians. Is that, is that fair? Well, well, I mean, they, they, they did it the Gallatin election battle, but that was, uh, um, you know, out of necessity. Mm. Now, uh, um, when, when the conflict started uh in in earnest was in in october and 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 the events leading up to that were essentially in in dewitt remember we had in july the 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 vigilantes you know told the mormons you know to, you, you got to leave then they had a vote the mormons still wouldn't leave and so eventually they laid siege to dewitt the missourians laid siege to dewitt yeah the missourians did and and the Mormons couldn't hold out, and oh, and also the state militia was called out to uh, block the vigilantes. Uh, but the uh, and General Parks was the the general in charge. But his men mutiny, and uh, one of the mutineer you know leaders of that mutiny was uh, uh, Samuel Bogart, captain, and because they sympathized with the vigilantes, and so um, uh, Parks withdrew his force because he was afraid his state militia was going to join the vigilantes. The Mormons appealed to the governor and the governor did not give them any relief. Uh, in fact, the, the, the word that came back to them was the governor said, well, it's, you know, it's between the Mormons and, and, and their neighbors, they got to fight it out. Whether the, the, uh, governor actually said that, you know, he, you know, he claims that's not what he said, you know, that, that, uh, he, he, that he thought that there was sufficient, you know, local authority to deal with them, but he should have known better. And essentially, whatever answer he gave, left it, you know, uh, left it to the Mormons and Missourians to fight it out. And so the M Mormons finally surrendered. They returned to far west, October 13, 14, around there, um, bedraggled, uh, maybe two or three uh, people may have died from exposure or you know, whatever the, uh, from the siege. So when they came back. And the siege happened in what month again? October. 
Oh, so this is all still in October. Okay. Yeah, October, a siege of DeWitt, that is. Yeah. And, and, and it, it had actually started, you know, much earlier and, and through a variety of reasons, you know, just didn't really get going until, uh, till later September and then into October. So, so when they come back, the vigilantes now, um, in, in Carroll County said, you know, uh, have, having been successful in driving the Mormons back to Caldwell. And, and by the way, I should make this point, you know, at, uh, at the beginning and the initial conflict. And at this point, the idea of the Missourians were not trying to drive the Mormons from Missouri. They were just trying to get them to go back to Caldwell. And, and that's, and so they were successful. Okay. Meanwhile, there had been problems in Davies, you know, in the, after the Gallatin election battle. And I know you and Alex talked about, uh, some of that, like the, uh, um, the, uh, Danites going up to, uh, um, Adam Black's house. He was a judge and, and, and getting him to sign a paper to say, you know, he wouldn't molest the Mormons and he would be a fair judge. But in any case, there had been some problems in Davies County. So now after the vigilantes are successful in driving the Mormons back to Caldwell, um, in, uh, in Carroll, they, they say, all right, we'll go help. Now we'll go help the Davies citizens do the same thing. And uh, um, now there may have been some at this point because uh, hostilities escalated. Maybe some of them were thinking, you know, we'll drive them from the state. But I, but their main goal was again, get them into Caldwell. Caldwell. So, so now the vigilantes are on the move to Davies, and so that's and so on October fourteenth, a Sunday. Uh, the Carol, the Carol Saint, the DeWitt Saints have come back to far west, and Joseph and Sidney and the Mormons, you know, they're mad. They're understandably upset, and they know, and they know what's going to happen in Davies, and so they, uh, um, Joseph and Sidney, rally the troop, or, you know, rally the citizens and the troops, and they say, you know, that that Joseph says, you know, we'd be fools now to to call for the the law to help us, you know, that, that we've called and, and they, they never help. It's always used against us and never for us. And, uh, and Sydney says, uh, and Sydney is tired of, of the Mormons like John Coral and Reed Peck and others who have been wringing their hands, you know, up to this point about the Danites and we're being too mili militaristic. And they're saying, uh, and he says, we ought to, uh, um, he said, he calls them, oh, don't men, because they're always saying, oh, don't do this. Oh, don't do that. And so he says they should be put on their horses uh, on, by pitchforks and forced to ride uh, with the troops. And, uh, and then Joseph suggests, well, those who, who refuse to go and fight in Davies, the, those Mormons, they should have their uh, property um, given to those who will fight. And, uh, and then, and then uh, they also, uh, Joseph says that, tells them we're going to live off the land uh, of our enemies' crops and, and uh uh, livestock because we're at war, and so they uh, they gather about three or four hundred soldiers, and and the next day, uh, October fifteenth, they ride to Davies County. Mormons ride to Davies County. Yeah, and so and so now here here it's you know you were asking about the Danites and being an an external you know are going against their uh, um, uh, the Missourians now and not just not just you know uh, for internal regulation. At this point, it's a little unclear, you know, are these state troops, uh, you know, state militia, the Mormons are, you know, from, from um, 
Caldwell, is it the armies of Israel and, uh, or is this the Danites? You know, it's hard to say because Cause members are all, members of all three, right? <laughs> and, and also after the war was, you know, after everything's over and the Mormons are put on trial for this and, and, you know, they, they are saying, you know, they are careful to say, you know, we did everything legally. These are state troops, this, 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 and this, but I don't really think that was the case at the height of conflict. It didn't matter whether you were a Danite or, you know, a member of the state militia or whatever, you know, you were going up there to help. And, right. um, and, and, and so, um, so it's a, it's, it's a little unclear, uh, though, uh, a lot of these men were Danites and, and were formed into some of their Danite companies as, as well. So, I, okay. I and so, so the Mormons went to Davies and did some burning and looting and that kind of thing. Is that what happened? Yes. And so that they, they arrived on the 15th and then on the um, 18th, they, they went out on their first forays and they went into, uh, there were four groups and, and one group went into Gallatin that was led by, um, Apostle David W. Patton, Captain Patton. He was also known as Captain Fear Not. Mm -hmm. And uh, they went in and uh, the Missouri, there were some Missourians there. And uh, when they saw them coming, uh, according to one account, they were so frightened that they ran out and they uh, cut the reins of their horses, their horses' reins that were tied up to the post. They cut them with knives so they could get away and run away quickly. So the more, when the Mormons came, there were very few people there. And so the Mormons then looted the stores and uh, took the property and, and then bur and burned most of the buildings. And, and so, you know, one of, the, one of the issues where Dr. Baugh and I disagree is, is, you know, he argues that, you know, Joseph Smith, um, you know, was very particular, you know, he said, we are going to, uh, um, you know, live off, you know, take property and possessions and livestock because this is war, but only against our enemies, you know? And so, and, and so it was, uh, um, you know, only those, you know, Mormons after Joseph left, uh, um, and went back to far West. Then, then some Mormons, soldiers, zealots and extremists, uh, went beyond what he ordered or wanted to do. But I, I don't find that's the case that, we don't really know what Joseph intended because Joseph denied that any of this happened, you know, in his sworn statements, uh, uh, and by him and, and, uh, uh, Hiram and Lyman white, they said the Missourians burned their own homes and, uh, we didn't do anything. And Lyman white, uh, said, I never even left, uh, um, Adam on diamond during this whole period. You know, I, uh, I was, I was home. My wife was sick. And, and so, so, we don't know what Joseph said uh, from Joseph himself. We do know, you know, what other uh, um, people said that, yeah, there was, you know, Joseph was in charge and, and uh, you know, set the general direction. Um, but we also, and, and, and we also do know, and, and Alex points this out, is there were instances where the Mormons, you know, in essence said, you know, are you a mobber? And they, no, I'm not. And so they let the person go. And, uh, um, and it was only they were looking for, for weapons and things like that. However, we also know that there were cases where they did burn the homes and property 
or stole the property of people who were friends. Among them, when they went into Gallatin, they they uh, stole the property from Jacob Stoling's store. And he was the he was a fellow who had lent the Mormons goods on credit. So he was not a mobber. And and they also they stole all of his receipt books and his notes of, you know, who owed him what and uh, which he uh, n- never got back. Um, he, he, in later years, he, uh, he did ask, he wrote to Joseph and said, you can give me those books back. I'll re- I'll, I'll, um, forgive all the Mormon debt, all the debts against me. But in any case, he was one. Another was this fellow, Joseph McGee, who was, uh, he was a tailor in Gallatin and he was there when the, the Mormons took his property, but they let him go. They said, oh, that's just little Joe McGee, let him go. But that didn't stop them from burning the store, stealing the stuff. So, any case, uh, that's what. So, the question of what was Joseph's intent, um, you know, hard hard to say. You know, he may have said, you know, we're, you know, or intended just the enemies. But once you unleash this thing, that they're all going, you know, that that it's hard to tell who's an enemy and who's not. Yeah, friendly fire. <laughs> and the Mormons and the Mormons brought in cattle and uh, uh, pigs and crops, you know, from all over the county. You know, did they always know who they were taking it from? Hard to say. And and then also, and and then the people who did, you know, that there were some people who did speak out against this. And and uh, George Hinkle says that he came to Joseph and said, you know, this, you know, this burning and plundering. He says it's going to bring the whole, you know, it's going to bring the whole state against us. But Joseph told him not, you know, not to worry. Everything would turn out okay. But it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. And so, and so I, I know, um, you know, uh, Alex thinks, you know, my presentation, you know, this, this view of things. Oh, one other, uh, well, before I get to that is, is, uh, continuing on, well, what happened there? And so all of this property was brought to, brought into Adam on Diamond, you know, that, that, uh, from Gallatin cattle and pigs were brought in. And, and, but the idea was, uh, that, you know, that they put all the property in the Bishop's storehouse and it was consecrated and then to be given out, you know, so that wasn't stealing if they did it that way. Oh, boy. And, and, um, and, and on that day, the 18th of October, um, Lyman White rode to Millport, the, another town, and it was deserted. And, uh, and he came back and, uh, um, you know, they talked about, well, you, you know, you didn't take anything. No, I didn't. It was deserted. Okay. So that was the 18th. The, the expedition, you know, the forays continue. On the 20th, Joseph Smith is still there. And uh, the Mormons have captured the cannon that had been brought in uh, by, you know, by the vigilantes. They captured the cannon and they brought it back to far west. The Mormons did. And so they fired it off. Here, I'm, I'm going to look at couple of things here if i can find them um is is on that on is so they they bring back the cannon and uh and they fired off three times and everybody shouts you know hosanna to god and the lamb and so and so you know after that let's see Okay. Yeah. Here we go. So, 
So they fire off the cannon. And then after they're finished, Joseph steps up and he says, he drew a sword and he lifted it high above his head. And he said, I have drawn my sword from its sheath. And I swear by the living God that it, it never shall return again till I can go and come and be treated by others as they wish to be treated by me. You know, and fair enough, you know, he's just saying, I, I've demanded my rights, but in essence, you know, this is war, you know, I'm, I've drawn my sword. And this is, you know, this is Joseph in charge. This isn't Hinkle or Lyman White or Sidney Rigdon or the Danites, uh, you know, the, all of these people, whether it is the Danites or whether it's Lyman White, they're following Joseph Smith. And, and so that's sort of back to your question of, well, you know, did Joseph direct the Danites? Well, no, I mean, they had their meetings and he went in there and endorsed them. But, you know, when, when push came to shove, it was, you know, it was Joseph they went to for direction. It was Joseph who said, we're going to do this, we're going to go there. And it's Joseph who's drawn his sword and said, you know, we're, uh, you know, this is my intention. And, it, and, and, and so then, you know, uh, and the day after, uh, the next day after Joseph does this, Lyman White goes back with his, his company to, to Millport. And then the next, they take the property and they burn the town. And they tell Josiah Moran, among others, uh, you know, their friend of the Mormons, they tell him he's got to leave. They threaten him and, and tell him to leave and they come back. And so, and, and so this was all done. All of these activities were done while Joseph was in Adam on Diamond, was in Davies. So the, the plundering of Millport, the, the, uh, of Gallatin, the other places, it wasn't done by extremists or zealots, you know, who were out of the mainstream. I mean, you could say they were zealots, but they were zealots for Joseph. And, and, and they were not, you know, they, they were not doing anything he didn't know they were doing. As I said, there were some Mormon and some Mormons who said, you know, this is crazy, you know, that Joseph was, he was uh, okay with it. You know, this is what we have to do. And, uh, and so then he comes back, you know, to, to far West the next day after this was done. And, and so it was these activities then that alarmed Missourians. I mean, at, at, you know, that this is, this is what then uh, moved the needle from the Mormons got to be driven back to Caldwell to the Mormons, uh, you know, are in rebellion. Okay, so this is basically October eighteenth on onward, right? Yes, yes, yeah, and 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 again, you know, just to reiterate my point, Joseph, you know, gets back to uh, uh, far west, and and in a contemporary journal, um, Albert Rockwood, you know, lauds, you know, he's, he's writing a letter to his parents, and he lauds Joseph's leader, Joseph's leadership, and he says to his parents. You may ask if Joseph, or you may ask if the prophet goes out with the saints to battle. And I answer, he is a prophet to go before the people as in times of old. And uh, Brother Joseph has, has unsheathed this sword and in the name of Jesus declares that it shall not be sheathed again until he can go into any country or state in safety and peace. So essentially, he's quoting that same speech that was, was, was given. Okay. And so, yeah. And, and so, again, where, where, I disagree with with uh, where Alex and it is, and it's sort of maybe a nitpicking point of of who's in charge and what you know what was Joseph's intention was you know he's the leader here 
and uh, um, and Alex, you know, thought that he uh, thinks ah, I'm I'm portraying the Mormons as a, as as somewhat uh, impetuous uh, and maybe even irrational, and uh, you know, and from the Mormons' point of view, this was very rational that this is what we have to do to defend ourselves. And there was, you know, a very, you know, there, there was the scriptural uh, or scripture that Joseph uh, uh, revelation about how often do we have to bear a violence from our, our enemies? And it was, well, if they come against you three times and bear it, okay. But the fourth time they're in your hands and the Mormons have been driven from Jackson. They've been driven from clay. They've been driven from Carol. And now they're in our hands. And, and there was, you know, very much a belief that, you know, angels will fight on our side. You know, of course, God has, has uh, called us to settle here. So there was a belief that everything would, would go okay, you know, and whether that's rational or irrational, that they could burn down all these buildings and plunder and, and, and still prevail against the state. We'll let the reader decide. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with historian Stephen Lesware. In our next conversation, we're going to talk about who was the leader of the Danites. Was it Joseph Smith or Samson Avard? So the question is, who is the leader of the Danites? Is it Avard or is it Joseph? Who demoted Avard? It wasn't Avard. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and, and so... Okay, and so yeah, again, Joseph isn't in these meetings directing every little thing, but it's to Joseph the Danites look for leadership, and you know it's to him they're swearing allegiance. If you'd like to hear the entire interview uncut, please subscribe to patreon.com slash gospel tangents for just five dollars a month. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash gospel tangents. If you'd like to watch the entire video, you can subscribe at YouTube, Patreon, or on my website at gospeltangents.com and click the yellow subscribe button for just $8 a month. PDF transcripts are just $10 a month, and you can get those on patreon.com slash gospeltangents or on my website. I'll send those to you as soon as I've finished completing it. If you'd like to get a paperback and PDF, just subscribe for $20 a month at either Patreon or on my website. Individual paperbacks are available at Amazon.com. Just do a search for Gospel Tangents interview and you can find all of our past interviews there. Show your Gospel Tangents pride by purchasing a t-shirt on our website at gospeltangents.com shop. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts at tinyurl.com gospeltangents. You can get our latest updates by friending me at Facebook, or you can also follow our page at facebook.com gospeltangents. Become an insider and you can see the newest videos. Follow us on Twitter at Gospel Tangents. Click here to subscribe, here for a transcript, and over here we've got some of our great videos. Thanks again.